Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008. Joining us now is Dr. D. Dorian Veal, a clinical and organizational psychologist and renowned TV and radio talk show host. Doctor, very good afternoon to you and thanks for joining us. Hello, Michael. Good to be with you again. No, great to have you on board once again on the Afternoon Overdrive. Doctor, have I got your name right in all your designations? <laughs> I just want to make are, sure. But yes. it- yeah, I just want to say that it's Dr. D, which is my media name. Very Dr. interesting in right. how that happened. Yeah, we were not able to use our names back in the day. Okay. It was considered as advertising. All so right. it was actually John Burks who started oh. calling me Dr. D. Okay. Yeah, and that just stuck. So it's Dr. D, well, Dorian Wheel Clinical along, Psychologist. Along the legends oh, yeah. uh, lines, uh, John Burks, uh, I will continue to call you Dr. D, if that's okay with you. Right. Doctor, thanks once <laughs> sure. again for joining us. So, okay, what we're looking at is, um, well, looking, I, I was watching this uh, snippet of these friends from Kibbutz Kafar Azar reuniting in grief following the October 7th massacre. So besides that, the many people trying to patch up their lives at the moment following that horrific day. So my question to you, just to open the conversation, have you dealt with any victims following that day and what are your experiences for this matter? And do you know any of these returnees? I'm just throwing it out there. All right. um, I do know a couple Mm. of victims. I have dealt with one um, virtually. Uh, I'm in South Africa. I have dealt with one virtually whose sister was murdered on that that horrific day. And um, her children were kept hostage and they thankfully were the part of the hostages that, that were released. So I have spoken to her, but but I mean trauma. There's no there's no words for what happened that day. Indeed, absolutely horrific, completely devastating for people. But what is interesting? You mentioned that snippet of the kibbutz. Yes, you can see a dynamic there that is really very very common in the face of an emotional event. Mm-hmm. And I mean, this was there are no words for the the depth and the extent of this emotional event. And what you see is nothing brings people together more than a shared emotional event. Okay. And yeah. that works in a very interesting way. It works with positive emotion as well. I heard you mention the Bafana shirt. Well, if you look <laughs> right. what happened when the Springboks won the World Cup, the country united in their joy and in their celebration. Mm. You know, you forget about differences. Same thing happened with the World Cup, but to an even greater extent with just absolute trauma Mm. and depth of negative emotion and loss and you know the 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 memory of it so there's a connection amongst those friends who had gone through this together all new people but even more so the memory of the shared childhood experiences right. was revoked by them you know that kind right. of BFF memory, best friends forever memory, sort of lives in your DNA. And it just came to the fore when they were collectively having to deal with their loss, with their trauma, with the sights that they saw, with the fear that they felt. And they kind of, I think somewhere in that video, it says, we understood each other without words because we were Mm. all going through much the same thing. And the depth of the connection and therefore the comfort 
that ca- that that connection can generate mm. no it doesn't take it away but the healing power of support okay. comes to the fore Mm. In a big way. Indeed. Doctor, and as you've outlined all these aspects, I mean, uh, yes, we want, we want healing, we want uh, normality to return. But now, when we talk about post-traumatic stress disorder, what signs or symptoms, if I could use that uh, word, uh, would, would one need to look out for? Look, I think that, you know, that you can't use healing in the usual way Mm. in the face of an event like this. You're absolutely right. It's going to take, and healing won't ever mean that the memories will be obliterated and the sadness will go forever. What it will mean is I'm able to carry on Mm-hmm. with support from people, you know, in a way that my life will carry on with this kind of being always there. You're not going to erase it. You ju- you're going to cope with it better. So what PTSD is, well, there are a lot of symptoms. There are things, there are memories and fears and emotions and sights and smells even or right. that are evoked, that are evoked by a loud noise by you can't you can't watch certain things in the same way that you used to even though it was a movie you have flashbacks that come and haunt you in your dreams mm. you wake up in the morning you know with anxiety saying oh it wasn't a nightmare it wasn't a nightmare this is real you know so and so isn't there anymore so you know part of the getting over it is I think what people have accepted as being the 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 way to deal with it much more than they ever did in traumas back in the day. If you talk about some people having lived through the Holocaust, okay, this was a day event, right. but even it takes it, the, 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 the common way of dealing with trauma was don't talk about it, certainly don't talk about it in front of the children. Mm-hmm. Let's just say that the past is the past and get on with it. And that was really devastating from a mental health point Point of view. Yeah. It was almost like if you can imagine a wound, a wound that you just keep putting a plaster on yes. every day and, and you to, don't yeah. clean it out. Right. Eventually you can become infected. Mm-hmm. You can get you can have an infection in your foot, although the wound was in your hand. Right. Because it hasn't really ever been dealt with. So now thank goodness there is more permission, not only permission but encouragement Good. to be able to talk with each other. Indeed. To be able to comfort each other Mm -hmm. and the reactions that people are having are seen as normal reactions to hugely traumatic situations you know not abnormal reactions you know the fear the uncertainty the lack of predictability the fact that you can't trust the caretakers that you used to trust whether it's the government whether it's your parents, right? You know, whether it's the army, yes. You always had a feeling of being protected, right. and so this got shaken up. So you know, the those kind of the anger, the sadness, usually the sadness, the devastation, the fear come first, right? Before yeah. the anger, Indeed. and those are expected reactions. Indeed, and people are are there for you. And you spoke about the country pulling together. That's been an, an amazing effect. You know, right the, the the. 
the families of hostages, for instance, right. are, no. their pictures are everywhere. Everyone is on their side. Everyone right. has joined hands and hearts with them right. Do- in, in an unbelievable manner. So it serves to do that. Right. Doctor, I'm so sorry. We've just about run out of time. We've intruded into news time. Calvin's giving me the beady eye here. We have to conclude the conversation there. But, Doctor, I wish we can continue this uh, in more in more in depth uh, at a later stage. But let's see how things pan out. I've got to talk to my producers about it. Doctor D, thank you so much for joining us uh, this afternoon. Doctor D, Dorian Veal, clinical and organizational psychologist and renowned TV and radio talk talk show host, joining us on the line just to give us some background as to what those who have experienced that. Uh, horrific uh, massacre that took place on October the 7th, how they are reuniting and getting together and uh, coming and coming to grips with what they experienced on that day.